Welcome to Audio of the Divine Principle, a daily reading of the Divine Principle, which is the core text of the Unificationist community. Let us examine some other reasons a new expression of truth must appear. The Bible, as was noted, is not the truth itself, but rather is a textbook teaching the truth. It renders important parts of the truth in symbol and in parables. Since these are open to various interpretations, there have arisen numerous disagreements among believers, causing them to divide into many denominations. The primary cause of denominational divisions lies in the character of the Bible, not in the people. The strife between denominations will only grow more intractable unless a new truth emerges which can elucidate the symbols and parables obscuring the essential truths of the Bible. Without this new truth, God's providence, which comes through the unification of Christianity, can never reach its goal. This is why Jesus promised that in the last days He will give us the new words of truth. I have said this to you in figures. The hour is coming when I shall no longer speak to you in figures, but tell you plainly of the Father. John chapter 16 verse 25 Due to the disbelief of the people of his time, Jesus died on the cross without being able to teach all that was in his heart. As he said, If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? What is more, Jesus added, I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now, disclosing how sorrowful he was about the inability of even his closest disciples to receive all that he wanted to share. Nevertheless, the words Jesus left unspoken will not remain forever a secret, but will one day be divulged through the Holy Spirit as a new expression of truth. As Jesus said, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. John chapter 16 verse 13 Moreover, it is written, I saw in the right hand of him, who was seated on the throne, a scroll written within and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Revelations chapter 5 verse 1 The words that Jesus wanted to give us are written down and sealed in this very scroll. When John wept because he could not find anyone worthy to open the scroll and read it in heaven, on earth or under the earth, one of the elders said, Weep not, lo! The Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has conquered, so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. The Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, signifies Christ. The day must come when Christ will open the seven seals of the scroll, whose contents have long remained secret to humankind, and reveal to the faithful the words of the new truth. This is why it is written, You must again prophesy about many peoples and nations, and tongues and kings. It is also prophesied in the last days, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Acts chapter 2 verse 17. For all these reasons, we can expect the appearance of a new expression of truth in the last days. Section 5.2 Our Attitude in the Last Days 
When we examine the progress of history in the providence of restoration, we find that a new dispensation begins when the old dispensation is about to end. Accordingly, the beginning of the new overlaps the conclusion of the old. As darkness falls on the old history, the new history is already dawning. At such a time, the good and evil sovereignties, which had their origins at the same point yet pursued contrary purposes, and have each borne their fruits on the world level, come to the point of intersection. Hence, those who live in this period suffer internally from anxiety, fear, and confusion due to the absence of a guiding ideology or philosophy. They suffer externally from strife and battles, fought with fearsome weapons. In the last days, disasters and devastation will abound, as Jesus said, For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. In the last days, it is inevitable that such devastation take place in order to vanquish the power of evil and erect the rule of good. In the midst of such wretchedness, God without fail will establish the center of the emerging good sovereignty in order to usher in a new age. Noah, Abraham, Moses, and Jesus were among those God raised up as the central figures of their respective new eras. Today, at this historical transition period, we must find the person who God has designated as the central figure of the new dispensation in order that we might participate in this new age and give honor to God's wishes. The providence of the new age does not begin on the ashes of the old age. On the contrary, the new age sprouts and grows amidst the final phases of the old age and comes into conflict with that age. Accordingly, it is difficult for a person steeped in the old tradition to understand or accept the new providence. This is why the saints and sages leading the dispensation of a new age were often persecuted and martyred as victims of the old age. Jesus, for example, who inaugurated the New Testament age, came at the close of the Old Testament age in such a way as to bewilder the faithful adherents of the Mosaic law. He was ostracized by the Jewish people and eventually crucified. This is why Jesus said, New wine must be put into fresh wineskins. Jesus is to come again at the close of the New Testament age. He will give us the new truth, which which to found a new age, signified by the Bible's vision of a new heaven and a new earth. Just as Jesus at his first coming was derided by the Jews as one possessed by Beelzebul, he will similarly be persecuted by the Christians when he comes again. Jesus, therefore, prophesied that at his second advent, he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. At this historical transition period, those who are comfortably entrenched in the ways of the old age will surely face judgment, along with the old age. Fallen people's spiritual sensibility is extremely dull. Hence, they generally tend to adhere strictly to the letter of the truth in their efforts to follow God's providence. Such people cannot readily adjust themselves to the dispensation of the new age, even though the providence of restoration is moving toward it. They are generally too strongly attached to the outdated perspective provided by the doctrines of the old age. This is well illustrated by the case of the Jewish people of Jesus' day who were so attached to the Old Testament that they could not respond to Jesus' call to open a new chapter of the providence. On the other hand, those believers who receive divine inspiration through prayer are able to grasp spiritually the providence of the new age. Even though this may put them at odds with the doctrines of the old age, 
they will still respond to the promptings of the Spirit and follow the calling of the new providence. Among the disciples of Jesus, there was not one who was overly attached to the Old Testament scriptures. Rather, they all responded to the spiritual experiences which could sense through their inner minds. In the last days, people who lead an ardent life of prayer or who live by their conscience will feel intense anxiety in their hearts. This is because in their hearts, they vaguely sense a spiritual calling and want to follow the providence of the new age. Yet they have not come into contact with the new truth which can guide them to act accordingly. These are the chosen ones who, once they hear the new truth, will be awakened simultaneously in their spirits and intellects by spirit and truth. They will then fully understand God's providential needs concerning the new age and will volunteer with great enthusiasm and delight. We who are alive today are living in the last days. We should cultivate a humble heart and make the utmost effort to receive divine inspiration through prayer. We should not be strongly attached to conventional concepts, but rather should direct ourselves to be receptive to the Spirit in order that we may find the new truth which can guide us to the providence of the new age. When we come across this truth, we should ascertain whether it leads us to become one with heaven's guidance. We should examine ourselves as to whether or not genuine heavenly bliss springs forth abundantly from the depths of our soul. Only in this way can we, the seekers in the last days, discover the path to true salvation.